one of my favorite movies came on. Mm-hmm. By the name of Blank Check. Do you know the movie Blank Check? I love the movie Blank Check. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics. It is the millennial live in your mother's basement version of podcasts on the internet with your two hosts, M. Cole and Skinky. How are you doing this week, Skinky? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing great. That's it's, good. It's it's snowing in Chicago for some reason in the middle of uh, April. So it's, uh, you know, that's amazing. That's going. It's not snowing here. Oh, really? Is it, I bet it's beautiful there. It's, I'm it's, sure the cold front will come here, though, eventually, right? Actually, I don't know. I think with, I think it's going south. I think it's going south, because I think there was a, a vortexy thing that went up through Iowa to Minnesota, over to Wisconsin, down to Illinois. So I think we're kind of like, I think it's going to avoid you. I think the, the, the pressure center from the Great Lakes is going to kind of shield you from it. Can I ask so. you a question? Yeah. yeah Do you think talking about the weather is lazy? No. No. Next I don't know. I feel like when you talk about the weather, it's kind of like I got nothing else to talk about. So let's just let's just bring up this thing. I see I think of the weather as the um a good segue or transition or a good introduction to a series of conversation. Like it's okay. a nice, like it's like an indication of here, we're going to start off at a commonality and then we're going to kind of branch off from there and then, uh-huh. and then move. I think it's lazy. If it's like, Hey, how's the weather? And you're like, both of you guys like look up and it's like sunny and like 78, you're like good. Where if there was like actually things to discuss about the weather, then I don't think it's lazy. I think it's, okay. I think it's pertinent. I think it's perfect. Huh. I talk about okay. I mean, I, sure. I mean, the so weather is could, important so to then everybody. I could, then I could see it being lazy. Okay. But it is the one thing that you instantly have in common with everyone without knowing anything about them. That's true. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see where you're coming from. I'm just saying. It's a little lazy. Wow. Wow. You're pulling out the big guns for this. Okay. I, I I mean I I enjoy talking about the weather. I I I you But know, you can I'm... still, you know, you can still admit that it's a Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. You seem offended by this. Yeah. Speaking of the weather. <laughs> do you guys have patio season in New York? Uh when it's nice out, I guess that it's patio season. Sure. Yeah, patio season that's a big part of Chicago culture, I believe. Is is patio. Really? Season patio yeah. weather i think it's because we have such an oppressive winter like you guys do that like mm. when it starts to get nice out it's like oh my god we can go out and not be have to shield ourselves from the elements true like let's go true. let's go spend every second that we possibly can outdoors and then uh instead of moving to somewhere where it's actually nice like maybe california so well today was very nice and everybody was out and about today oh yeah it was it was like yeah everyone was out in their element doing their thing and their shopping and stuff. It was frustrating. (laughs) They go back inside all of you. (laughs) I'm not ready for this this yet. This is bullshit. (laughs) Please, you should be inside still. Oh my god, that's funny. I like that. That's a good call. That's a good call. Do you have any, like, when the weather starts to get nice, any, like, rituals or something that you always do, like, the first, like, nice day of the year? Not really rituals, no. No. No, I don't think I I think I don't think I plan anything out like that. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to think of what I've done in the past. I can't think of anything off the top. Why? Do you have like a ritual that you do when it gets I, hot out? I feel like whenever like the first day that like it, it crests above 40 degrees, it's like you go out for like a nice long walk, maybe head over to a bar that, you know, has a patio that opens up when it gets nice out, sit out there, maybe bring the dog with you. Like, I feel like that's like the first thing that I do when it starts to like peak over getting nice out or like I go to a place that has a well-known outdoor eating patio area. So like in Chicago, like parlor pizzas like that or big star tacos, like something like that. You go there and you go and eat outside for the first time in forever. 
Yeah, those are, those yeah. Are some of the big like you gotta get it in right away type of things. You know what I kind of love is when it, when it starts to actually get a little warmer from mm-hmm. from the winter time to the spring time, right? Mm-hmm. We are like, if it's fifty degrees outside, we're like breaking out the shorts. Yeah, we right. got the short <laughs> sleeves. We're doing it, and then when it starts getting cold. If it's 50 degrees, we got like our huge jackets on. We're like, no, we can't deal with this shit. It's so, fr- it's freezing. It's such, it's like, it's like, come it's like, on. It's like, guys, it's like 45 degrees weather, degree weather. You can post two pictures side by side. You'd be like, is this spring or is this fall? And just talking about what the person is wearing and the exact insane. same weather, you can decide which, which side of it it's on. So, insane yeah, true that is that is true that is true i'll tell you one thing i did this week um because it's, it was nice out um i went down uh the chicago lakefront trail so we have this nice like 22 mile long trail that goes down the uh the lakefront in chicago and it was so gorgeous out it's really cool because like especially when you start to go down on the south side um to be able to like look back up towards like the downtown loop area and see all the skyscrapers and everything like that like it's a it's a really really cool view but um i went down to the museum of science and industry and that is notable because that's where the chicago world's fair was um and you know the premise of the book uh devil in the white city if anyone has read that uh it was kind of that's the site of it down there. And so it was interesting to like be down there on my bike, looking at the museum of science and industry and then thinking like, Oh, like a hundred years ago, 150 years ago, like there were people standing on this exact spot that I am for an entirely different reason. Um, and I don't know, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of surreal where I was on it, uh, you know, earlier this week and there was nobody around me. So it was, I don't know. That was, that was fun. Mm. That was fun. Mm. So. That's yeah, a, that's that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I've had a very uh, a very big weekend of exploring Chicago. So it's a. Uh, it sounds it's, like it. It sounds I, like you've been on an adventure. I have. I have. Well, even more so because uh, my girlfriend has a friend in town from the Netherlands. So we've been doing all the uh, you know sightseeing and stuff like that, which is I think it's fun. I think that you get to do stuff that you don't normally do when you live in the city because you don't necessarily assign time to do that so yeah i go to times square exactly exactly the uh when i was uh when i was doing my bike ride i actually thought of you i should have texted you um because i we were i was coming up north and on the lakefront trail and i looked over and i saw navy pier and in chicago i would say navy pier is like the equivalent of times square for you Mm. where it's like that's where a lot of the tourists decide that they want to go but it's i would like never be caught dead over there so it's uh and i would try and avoid it at all costs but yeah no so it's uh i'd still tell everyone how much you love times square oh i so. love it so much <laughs> your second the, thing, the only thing that you love maybe more than times square is people telling other people how much you love times square oh my favorite thing and then oh, i get in trouble when I try, when everyone says they, oh, I want to go in Times Square. Well, you know what? I'm bringing you to Times Square. You know what we're gonna do? <laughs> we're gonna walk all the way through Times Square, yes. and I get in trouble for doing it. Oh my gosh! That's you guys true. wanted to go. <laughs> it's not my fault. That's true. Oh man, no, it's Jesus so Christ! It's so Ridiculous. That's what it is. I was watching season tw- uh, twenty-five of The Amazing Race or whatever it is. Uh huh. Is that, that the one, newest season? No, that one's a few seasons ago. Uh, my brother oh. has some friends that were on that episode, so I oh, was okay, for that one. Um, and uh, they start off in Times Square, and it started to bring back like <sighs> horrible memories. Well, good memories because I was with friends, <laughs> but horrible memories, but also terrible memories. Square, right? And we were there. Oh, dude, it was so busy. It like was that so busy. was probably maybe one of the busiest times I'd ever seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really so, busy. That was. I, that was really I just assumed it was always that busy. Um it was pretty busy that night, probably yeah. on the higher end, but yeah, I guess I mean I'm not there all the time, so but I'm sure it it's it <laughs> I just imagine busy. you go there like every evening. You just like No. <laughs> you just go chill. No. My old job, I used to go there all the time. Oh, oh that my. Awful. I had to go there like four times a week sometimes. Oh my god, what for? taking stupid photographs it was so oh, silly yeah that's but it was fun. yeah it wasn't it was not fun no no it doesn't sound like it 
Yeah, so that's that's actually where a lot of my hate for Times Square comes from. Yeah, okay. It's because of that. Because I had to be there all the time. And it's, it's yeah. just... Dealing with the people there is... Uh... Yeah. I don't know, man. They just stand. They just stop and, like... just They just stop in the middle of the sidewalk, right? Like, a punished oh, offense my... by death. Dude, like... I mean, really. Just move out of the way. Move to the left. <laughs> that's all you gotta do. Move to the left. Oh, <sighs> It's the true. guy's trying to sell you CDs. It's, yeah, I don't want to buy your damn CD. Oh my god, skanky. What happened? I have an idea for the interns. Okay. Let us. We should probably start burning our podcast yes. episodes on the CDs. Yes, I already know where you're going with this. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Send them out to Times Square to sell them to people. We'll hire those guys to sell it. Dude, this is such a... How have we never thought about this before? I don't know. I have this no idea. This is an idea. amazing it's idea. genius. Fuck sponsorships. Like, we, this is how we're going to make our millions. It's going to be amazing. Dude, we don't even need sponsorships <laughs> no, anymore. Fuck that. No yeah, one wants to sponsor this podcast. Let's be honest. No, okay? we need... Uh, we need. Um, we should be sponsored by... Um, what is it? Memorex? CD-Rs? So, yes! Uh, <laughs> they're still in business, I'm sure, right? I'm sure. So that way they Memorex. can give us the free discs that we then burn our shit onto. Yeah, Memorex. There we yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. Memorex, hit us up. Shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, take care of, we'll take care of you. We'll take care of you. Oh, so. no, they're not around anymore. Really? I, they were bought out by, by Imation. Who the fuck is Imation? I don't know. In 2016, they got bought out. American Holding Company. Um, oh my god, it's so sad. And so oh, they bought mini discs. We've talked about those before, haven't yeah, we? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They bought Memorex, and then they closed on the sale. And I think it's—I have no idea what. That's just it. They just bought it, and I—I I don't, I don't know what's going on. Did they spend somewhere in the ballpark of nine point four million? Yeah, yeah. How did you know that? I wonder. <laughs> I'm a genius. I'm a genius. That's a pretty insane guess. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Imation Corporation. Hold on. So Imation Corporation is no longer Imation. It's now called Glass Glass Bridge Enterprises. Which oh, there you go. Yeah. Which is just an atrocious name. That sounds like an evil lair, right? Like, like some like Marvel. Well, actually, I think I think if you put enterprises on almost anything, it instantly sounds more evil. You want right? to know like, what's even worse than what? the name Glassbridge? What is their website? Glassbridge.com. All it oh has is God. their logo and this description in all caps and an email address. That's literally their website. There's nothing else on it. That's amazing. It also oh is broken links to like their corporate governance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's literally nothing else here. Oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> oh my god, you have broken links. <laughs> no, 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 no. The best is click on investor relations, and there's nothing there. And then there is there, no website, no website at, this at this address. Please contact us for assistance. Wow, wow, this is me IRL right here. <laughs> this is this is that's true. This is uh. <laughs> How does one start a holding company? I mean, that sounds fun, right? But no, also, hold on. The, the Please contact us for assistance. If you click on the contact us link, you would think that it would something, be yeah. like a mail to or something, right? No, it's a link to prnewswire.com. <laughs> like, there is, oh, like, how yikes. do I now contact you from this? I guess we oh, have to hit contact on here then. Should we let them know about their website being broken? We probably should. We probably should. Maybe if we so. do it, they'll they'll sponsor us. Yeah, maybe sponsored by Glassbridge. So <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> they do have a privacy policy. So I found an address. We could go privacy at glassbridge dot com, or we could just do the info at glassbridge dot com. But anyway, yeah. So okay, Glassbridge. Your website is wait. Where is Glassbridge based out of? Do we know that? Do we know that where they're based out of? Um, we they are based out of uh, Minnesota, Oakdale, Minnesota, United States. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny Zhang is their CEO, and Joseph DePiro is non-executive chairman. I can't find him on Google Maps. When I typed in Glass Bridge, I got the Glimmer Glass Bridge in Manasquan, New Jersey. 
see. Oakdale is a city in Washington County, Minnesota. It's like right on the edge of Wisconsin. Huh. So, yeah. I've never been to Wisconsin. Oh, really? We should go. We should go. You've been to Wisconsin? I've I've been there quite often. My parents have a place up in Wisconsin. So. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, more you know. Exactly. Yeah. I will we can uh we can we can do a special recording of shenanigans deep in the woods where no one will find us. Oh, that's a, oh. This could uh, what, turn into one of two ways. Okay, go on. One last thing I just really need to say about Glassbridge before we sure. move on to, to more important topics that we don't know what they Very are. Very important. Um, it seems oddly appropriate that the company that thought it was a good idea to bought, buy a CDR company for $9.4 million doesn't have a website like it just said oh there's something about that yeah like, of course you don't <laughs> like, yeah it makes too much sense yeah to be honest. it's just it, yeah it, it is it's a little too on the nose i don't i don't know if i like this snl skit <laughs> like, yeah yeah i agree with that i agree so, with that oh man yeah no that's interesting that's interesting but uh but yeah i don't know yeah, 3m where's 3m based out of oh, also in minnesota is that the reflective company no, I think they own like everything. Like Scotch, did they own Scotch tape? Oh, yeah. Oh, they what the they their manufacturing company include waterproof sandpaper, masking tape, as well as Scotch tape, um, and sound deadening materials for cars. But I feel like they also own computer components now. Really, I feel like that, but maybe I might be wrong. I don't. I really don't know. They Yo, do. I'm three M. The, it's got uh, their shit together. The, the, the Chicago-based interns are saying that I am correct, that they do do some uh, computer-based stuff now. So We have Chicago-based interns now. We do. We do. It's, uh, they, they don't, wow. It, <laughs> I feel a little bad for that because... Actually, I don't. But they don't get paid anything. They just have to sit here and listen to me <laughs> talk. I mean, that's what I have to do, too. So That's, that's true. You also <laughs> don't get paid. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> Wait, are we essentially interns for the Shenanigans Corporation? Dude, I'm pretty sure that I'm just going to be an intern forever, no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, I have. Well, we're millennials. I think that's that's the millennial woe (laughs) is is. that you're just going to be an intern forever. It's true. Just interns for life. I think that's I think that is true. You're going to be like 50 60 you're gonna be a ceo of a company exactly and you're gonna be be like going to someone should i is this okay can i take lunch can i can i go take lunch exactly it's well yeah because you'll become ceo of a company but you'll still have to answer to the board of directors which are all gen z people that leapfrogged us and they'll be like you you may not take lunch now you took an extra 10 minutes on your lunch yesterday and by the way we also will not pay you for this work that you're doing you're like oh Mm -hmm. sounds about right yeah sounds, sounds about right yeah with the woes the woes of our life the woes <laughs> so. of the, the millennial woe yeah the millennial Ooh, that'd be a good band millennial woes gabble up <laughs> we get never yeah, ask add, add that to the list yeah yeah i think that'd be i think it'd be a good one. Oh my god but then could that be like the the second coming of satisfy my soul satisfy my soul and Maybe millennial woe is like it's Ooh, like the coming of yeah. the age. It's like or maybe like Satisfy My Soul comes back and Millennium Woe is the name of your album. Ooh, I like the album name better. I did too. Yeah, that's good. I that's too. good. I like that's that. good. I like yeah, let's that, do yeah. that. Let's do yeah. that. Shenantics will sponsor your album. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet. Uh so the recording fees, I think it's maybe like five grand or so. So yeah. I can do it a little bit better though. Because we uh we we run on ten grand slim budget, um we have New York based recording facilities that you can use for free. One of our interns heads it up, so uh you can just just head over there, and do that. That sounds great. I I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Right. I like I said, we take care of you. We take care of our people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds really nice. Actually, I'm gonna oh good. I'm gonna I'm gonna partake in that one. Yes. So uh so tonight is the coming Nothing. back the final season of big brother keep oh oh no not big brother i thought it was my name is earl no um better off ted everybody loves raymond 
That's what I was going to say, Dyke. Damn it, I ran out of them. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Who's your mother? <laughs> Who is your mother? No, that's like uh, how I met your mother. Oh, that's what it is. How, how I met your mother. Jesus. <laughs> Seinfeld? Who's your mother? Ooh, good one. Good one. Curb? Curb. <laughs> Veep? Veep? No, but it's another HBO show. Uh, final season of Game of Thrones. Are mm-hmm. you? Will you be partaking in the viewing tonight? Nah. No. No. You're yes, not I am. Of course, oh, I whoa, am. Whoa, whoa. What do you think? No. Who do you think I am? Okay. How will you be watching? Will you be watching alone? Going live. to the viewing party? Watching live? Will you be watching on actual HBO or HBO Now? Actual HBO, buddy. Wow. Wow. Yeah, high quality. How do you right fast here. forward through the commercials? There are none. Oh, innovation. It's HBO. There's no HBO. There's no commercials on HBO. Have you ever actually watched HBO live? No, I have. Actually, I actually no. I actually I don't. I actually I don't think I have ever watched HBO live. Now yeah, there are no commercials on HBO. Really? Yeah. There. Yeah, that's why people like it. Like used to like it so much. Oh, okay. Versus so cable. Like, so it's like Netflix. Exactly, but pre Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, actually, dude. I I've never um I've never watched anything live on HBO because when I watched The Sopranos back in the day, I watched them on DVDs because I didn't have HBO. And then when I watch anything now, I have HBO now, and I usually watch it not live. I usually watch it like some time afterwards. Um, oh, but uh, but yeah, no. So can it's, I tell uh, you a story about my HBO viewing? Yes. yes. All right. All right. This is a good story. Ooh, I'm so, so excited. I actually, we used to have HBO for a long time, even when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had HBO, but back then it only used to be two channels of mm-hmm. HBO, but they always used to just play movies. Okay. Um, so one day, flip it to the channels, and one of my favorite movies came on mm-hmm. by the name of Blank Check. Do you know the movie Blank Check? I love the movie blank check i might watch that this week i love it okay so much first of all it's got a nine percent on rotten tomatoes no way second of all i actually have to pull it up because i don't believe second of all that movie is honestly the creepiest movie (laughs) ever oh my god i need to watch this movie because you need to dude you need to think about this there's like a woman in this movie who's like in her 40s mm-hmm. and she's going on a date with a 10 year old kid. OK. Oh, my God. You're right. Oh, it does have a 9%. You guys, he was not lying to us. 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway. So. By the way, oh my Disney, God, this movie Disney is so film. creepy. This Disney book. film, by the way. Let, let's give let's give the listeners a little idea into this movie since maybe some people don't know about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, okay. I, I'm curious. I'm actually curious how many people do and do not know about this. If you guys have watched Blank Check before now, let us know. And also yeah, I need know to know. <laughs> I need uh, to know. I truly do also. <laughs> Anyways, break it down for the people who uh, All right. may or may not have seen this. So there's a young kid, right? Yeah. And he, I guess he doesn't really have a lot of money, right? Isn't that a thing? Like his family is kind of not, they're frugal. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, played by Brian Bronsal, who I don't know he was in anything else, but he's now an American rock musician. Okay. Anyway, so it's a young 10-year-old kid, and one day, this is only one part of the storyline, by the way. <laughs> Should I go into the kid first, or go into the other part of the storyline? I don't even know. I, I don't, whichever one, whichever one. Well, we're already talking about the kid, so we'll flow. go with the kid. Okay. Okay, all right. Boats your float. I like that. So there's a kid and he's riding his bike and this guy is backing up and runs over his bike. And he's like, oh, shit, are you okay? Are you okay? He actually didn't say shit because it's a Disney movie. He said, oh, shoot, are you okay, buddy? Mm-hmm. And he's like, here, let me let me help you out and I'll write you a check for whatever the bike is. So he takes out his check and he's signing it. He signs the check, um, but he but he sees this cop passing by. We'll get into why he gets nervous that a cop is passing by. He sees a cop passing by, and he's like, oh, shit, I don't want the cops to look at this situation and try to 
talk to me and 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 whatever because he's a little skittish we'll get into that so he's like here just write down whatever the, the bike's worth and he gives the kid a blank check hence the name of the movie now this kid 10 years old he has this check and he's thinking man i got this check I can write whatever the fuck I want. He commits fraud, yes. by the way, which is a federal felony, yes. a felony. And he writes in a million dollars. Disney movie, by the way, writes in a million dollars on the check. So now you're thinking, hey, this isn't going to work. This this ain't going to clear. He is. He's not going to be able to cash this money. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he goes to the bank. And he goes to the teller, he hands her the check, and she's like, what? She sees the name on the bottom. She's like, oh, the guy who signed it, right, who ran over the bike? So mm -hmm. she's like, you got to go into the back. Mm -hmm. So he goes to the back to go talk to the bank manager, mm -hmm. and he sees the check, and uh, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, okay, you're him. So he gives the kid a million dollars. Okay. Yeah. Flashback to the... Yeah, in cash. He just he opens the safe and takes out a million dollars in cash. Yeah. So what 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 happened was the guy who ran over the kid's bike. I think he was like blackmailing the bank manager in some way. I actually don't remember the whole storyline with that. Yeah. But that he said that he wanted a million dollars from the bank. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he would, I guess, do something. I don't really remember what what the storyline. Mm -hmm. that was there specifically yeah. so he said that he was going to send someone to the bank to collect the million dollars just so happens this kid got the check he wrote a million dollars on it and he had this guy's signature on it so he thought the bank guy was giving a million dollars to him mm -hmm. anyway he makes up this whole name called mr mcintosh and he buys a house because that's like a huge he mansion he uses the Mr. McIntosh because he realizes he can't do business over the phone. So he has, like, the computer do the talking for oh, him. Oh, yeah! Which, and he had a Macintosh computer. Exactly. Dude, <laughs> insane. Insane, this movie. It's, it's so good. And the, but like, and the thing is, like, to spend all the money, because it's, it's insanely ridiculous that a child would be spending this, they come up with that... He tells people that, like, Mr. McIntosh is, like, a very private guy, and he does his, like, bidding for him, and the kid's, like, 12, and it's, like, oh, I mean, my God, it's so good. But he, like, buys this, like, amazing mansion that has, like, a water slide in it, and, like, I don't know. He I throws this huge party, things. and, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so he acts like Mr. McIntosh's secretary, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, my gosh. Um. It's I love, kind of insane. I love this review of it, though. <laughs> the first line, this movie just makes no real logistical sense. And I'm like, <laughs> I agree with I you. I mean, it really doesn't. I mean, it's honestly a ridiculous movie. It truly is. It truly is. But I love it. I don't know why. I really don't know why. But I I need to I don't know if I should watch it again because in my mind I have fond memories of it. I think I watched it like five times when I was younger. And I'm feeling like I probably shouldn't watch it again because I don't want to hate this movie and I know I will. Uh, I, you gotta Oh my god. Like I'm I'm just sending you screenshots from the Rotten Tomatoes thing. But like like this stuff is just like, oh it's, no! It's vividly, oh, it's no. vividly in my mind. The second one is vividly in my mind. And like, if I sent that, if I send that screenshot to you with no context, you'd be like, "What's with the six-year-old kid talking to this?" And the in FBI in the black... background. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like, <laughs> it's so good. It's so incredibly good. Oh man, but yeah, so uh. <laughs> blank check absolutely go watch it anyways how do we even get on the blank check i don't oh, even you're know watching hbo oh and yeah you're right sorry so blank check was on okay. and i was like dude this movie's never on hbo because it's so bad that <laughs> i was like i love this is great i i so i was watching it it was i was like oh man this is amazing halfway through it shuts off and it says that my HBO is expired. 
<laughs> so I go to my I go to my mom cut like you off. Mom, my favorite movie, Blank Check, was on. And the HBO is gone. She's like, oh yeah, we're upgrading the HBO. Oh, so it's gonna God. be it's gonna be down for like a week. Oh my god. I was like, but but blank check. We can't turn it back on for a little while. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, come on, I just need to finish my movie. Anyway, yeah, so that was my um yeah, that was my score of uh Did you ever watch um Dunstan Checks In? Dunstan checks in. Is that the one with the monkey in the hotel? Yeah, yes. Fuck yeah, I did, dude. Yes, yes. That movie's terrible. That, that one is so <laughs> bad. Um, I, I truly though, a truly great movie. Oh, sorry, one more thing back to blank check. It's uh one of, I like this review is that if you loved Home Alone, you'll still you're still gonna hate blank check. An incredibly bland Home Alone ripoff, which is that's totally what it was. Um but anyways, but a truly, in my opinion, amazing movie that everyone needs to watch, and I think we've talked about it before, is Heavyweights. Everyone oh, needs to watch Heavyweights. Oh, I love that movie. That movie is an actually very, like, fantastic movie. And honestly, hilarious. It's actually a really funny movie, it is. too. It is. Tony! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't oh. watched that movie. In... That's also a Disney film. Is it? That's a Disney film, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I wonder if it's going to be on their streaming service. We didn't talk about that, did we? The streaming service because that just no. kind of happened. No, it's it's uh, honestly. Let me say they made. I think they made the price price point very, mm -hmm. um, really good price point. I yeah, think, for what it What's, is. How much? How much is it going to cost? I think it's eight ninety nine, right? That's yeah, either eight ninety nine or seven ninety nine. One of those, but I mean, it's still pretty reasonable. I think for uh, for what it is. I agree. Um, I, I won't get it though. <laughs> You you won't get it or you will get it? I'm not going to get it, no. You're not going to get it? No. Okay, so I'm I'm torn. I First of all, I think that that like $8 is maybe the appropriate price for streaming services in general. I think they all need to move from that, even though everyone's moving away from that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, keep going. Go on. <laughs> what what do you like? Is there a problem? When Preston Waters sees an opportunity, <laughs> he takes it. <laughs> Anyways, um so uh was I saying that um <laughs> the eight dollars uh um is it's I think it's a good price point that I wish is that and I wish that <laughs> stops I think maybe also, that crop is perfect. That he takes it with this creepy, with the creepy sunglasses pulled out. And yeah. It's gonna be a new emote. That yeah, I right. going oh my god, you should please. That's a new skanky creepy emote. But come on. Anyways, uh, this is the best thing in the world. Oh. Uh, I'll recover eventually. Um, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Disney, you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, Disney. Disney Plus? Sorry, yeah, Disney Plus, the streaming service. I think $8 a month is, it is a good price point because at that, I feel comfortable subscribing to a few of the services. And with everyone wanting to have their own streaming service, then it's like, I can't pay $15 a month for more than one or two of them it just doesn't make <clears throat> financial sense anymore um, sure but at eight dollars a month then i can subscribe to maybe like four or five of them um oh you're talking about bundles yeah yeah like if i like let's say like for right now i, I pay for netflix and I play for hbo right and well if each of those are like 12 to 15 dollars a month like i'm already spending 30 dollars a month on content and if another one like disney comes out and like oh spend another 15 dollars on us i'm like no i really don't want to like i don't want to and i can't afford to do that so but if everyone was kind of moving towards the eight dollars a month then it's like okay i can maybe get like three or four of them and be spending around the still a thirty dollars thirty dollars a month mark and mm -hmm. i would feel comfortable spending that much money um but 
for Disney at $8, you're also getting a ton. You get the Disney movies, you're getting all the Pixar movies, you get all the Marvel movies, Star Wars, like you get all this great content um for $8 a month and you I'm you know, you're getting new content that Disney's going to be releasing in the future. So I seems it sounds to me like it is a I kind of like a steal. I worry that it's temporary and this is kind of like their marketing side where they're buying a whole bunch of goodwill right at eight dollars a month tons of people like oh my god yay disney give us you're giving us this service at such a great price point and then we're going to see it get to 13 14 15 dollars a month over the next three to four years right and then yeah just like every year you're gonna see like a dollar two dollars increase but they've already bought goodwill so it did what they needed it to do but yeah yeah i see that i see that happening yeah but also you know the second thing they can also afford to charge $8 a month because if you look at it, they Disney owns their IP, right? Netflix has to charge us $13 a month and they have to pay licensing fees to half of their content. And I've been talking about before, like like some of their biggest and most watched shows are owned by other companies, right? Like uh, Friends, The Office, like all that is not owned by Netflix. And so they have to pay fees for that. So it kind of makes sense that yes, Disney can undercut them because Disney isn't trying to license from other people. It's not like they're, you know, going to Netflix to license Stranger Things and having to pay licensee fees to licensing fees to all the other people. So, I guess it makes kind of it kind of makes sense of that one. But um, Heavyweights, I really want to watch that movie. Oh, so, great movie! Space I'm sure Jam, it'll be on. I'm sure other good movie. Space Jam is Disney a movie. Uh, I have no idea. I'm just that's just well just actually off, just reading off names. To you know. Wait, isn't that 20th Century Fox? Oh, wait, are, think... who owns the Looney Tunes? Fox. Um, I'm trying to see. I feel like Amazon should tell me. Oh, Warner Brothers. Oh, of course, Warner Brothers. Course. Yeah, like Warner Brothers. Like, like, yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's that's who it is. That's who it is. I'm trying to, because I I kind of forget who owns who now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Flubber! Oh my god, Flubber! I have that shit on VHS. <laughs> yes, with Robin Williams. Yeah, oh that is a good one. Oh yeah, AT and T, right? AT and T bought Warner Brothers. Oh, they did. Yeah, I think that merger happened pretty recently, didn't? Didn't it? Maybe. Oh no, no, because doesn't AT and T own HBO? Time Warner. Is Time Warner Warner Brothers? Yeah, Warner. Warner Brothers, Time Warner. Time. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's fucking ridiculous. It's one of the big... Yeah, okay, owner is AT&T. Oh, my God. Big five major American film studios. When did AT&T buy them? That was very recent that they approved that, I thought. Was it? Because I thought that was a Time Warner. I thought AT&T bought Time Warner recently and that's why they own hbo now who owns hbo which just hbo hbo owns them they no. they're, they're no, i don't HBO think they're a subsidiary hbo i swear that they are because i thought that i thought that when i watched warner John, media entertainment and who owns warner media entertainment because i could have sworn that john oliver makes fun of somebody owning hbo at&t oh there we go <gasps> oh my all. god what the fuck <laughs> dude <I'm> like <laughs> capitalism's weird it is i'm kind of worried that we're owned by at&t now <laughs> like <sighs> dude like these formerlies on here warner media was previously known as time warner aol time warner incorporated <laughs> like wow. holy shit Wow, that's insane, actually. Oh, man. They're a subsidiary of Warner Brothers. Oh, they are? Okay. Okay. Warner so, Media is, but AT&T owns Warner, so... Yeah. God. Wait, Warner Media is a subsidiary of, of Warner Brothers. Does that mean Warner Brothers is a subsidiary of Time Warner? Uh... I don't... Yeah. No, time does War- Time... Time yeah. Warner, Inc., it was originally formed in 1990 as Time Warner Inc. and it's now Warner Media LLC. Oh, so it just is a rename. Yeah. Oh, Time Warner. It says that here. It stopped that in 2018, so they must have renamed it to Warner Media once um, AT&T bought. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
Warner Warner Brothers. Warner. Wow. Wow. That's weird. That's weird. It's it's crazy. So like you're going through like like the AT&T being broken up into all the other ones and how they're all just <clears throat> coming back into AT&T again. Like but even like bigger and scarier than it was before because now it's not just like, you know, Mama Bell owning all the phone companies. It's Mama Bell owning everything. <sighs> My god, dude. This it's it's actually kind of crazy when you start looking at all of this and seeing like who owns who it's uh it's pretty bad i feel like <laughs> like this, mm. there's really not that much especially like you know the thing that worries me especially with like disney i mean they gobble up everything yeah and it's just like so much power and it's it's kind of scary it is kind of scary especially because i think like like putting aside like the corporate power type thing like the thing is when you look at disney like what they're gobbling up is a lot of our pop culture right a lot of things that mm-hmm. when if you don't think about it too hard feels like it's owned by the general public you know what i mean like when we make references and jokes about things or you do a reaction gif and it's an office you know some of michael scott like that's technically owned by someone else but it feels like it's so much ingrained in our culture and our pop culture that it doesn't feel like that you know what i mean it yeah. feels like it's like it feels like all of us own the michael scott references but that's not true um and so when other companies kind of go around and kind of buy all that up into this just giant massive behemoth like that's what's kind of scary and shitty that these people own these things that are so important to the way we kind of communicate and relate to each other as, as humans. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. You and I should start a, a media conglomerate. <laughs> I love how like blase you said that <laughs> you, know, you and me should start a media conglomerate, you know, like, let's just, let's just, do it. <laughs> do it for the can we do like I wonder if we I wonder how successful we would be like in crowdfunding, like purchasing of old properties. Like, hey, go to my go to my our Kickstarter and Patreon page if you want us to buy the rights to heavyweights. Like <laughs> Oh, we we never get it. Oh, you don't think so? I don't think we would. I got a better idea. You're right. Heavyweights is is a golden child is a gem. We should start with something low hanging fruit like blank check. I think we could probably Dude, buy I that. Actually one. Bet, I'll write a check for a million. I'm I bet you. Gonna, I was just gonna say that a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the start of our media empire. That I bet you. You know what? That actually would be kind of funny. That would be. So I can already see the New York Times article written about us right now. Two oh guys love the movie Blank Check. They decided <laughs> to buy the rights <laughs> for a million dollars. Oh my god! Oh, that, that would be so one of the. I remember one of the things that I thought was funny was um, when Disney Disney bought Miramax Films. Yeah, and they were talking about how I guess that that it means that Uma Thurman's character in Pulp Fiction that she's a Disney princess now. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> So they got all these very strange out there Disney princesses. <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of messed up. That's but, great. you know, that that's, that's life. That's life. That is life. So speaking about HBO, so so tonight you're going to watch live Game of Thrones. Yes, yes. The final season. Yeah, I'm excited. Is it the actual final season or is it going to be like a two-part season where they're going to take nope. a break in the middle? This it's, is it. This is it. This is the end. This is this is the end. How many episodes? How many weeks do you have to commit to? I think it's six weeks or something. Oh, so it's not even that much. Like, it's, okay, so you're like right there. You're right on the cusp of it, like the threshold yeah, I don't, I don't of all the answers. I guess so. Yeah, it's getting it's getting there. I have theories, but I don't I don't think I'm gonna talk about theories. Let's not talk about theories because I have never seen Game of Thrones. Um, and wow, really? I, yeah, I'm curious though. Have you? You've watched the show, obviously. Have you read the books at all? Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried reading the first book, and then I stopped. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't like it. Got bored, or just kind of. No, I just. It just didn't happen for me. Well, I like I just, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I, I've always been thought thinking about giving another chance. Yeah, but you know, so I, know, I just no. Time. I've been slowly reading the books. By that I mean I think I got up through book four, or I started book four. I don't think I ever finished it. Um, and so uh, what? One is Game of Thrones. Two is Clash of Kings. Three is Storm of Swords, and four is something else and I, so i started the fourth one and then what fifth is dance with dance of dragons or something like that anyways mm-hmm. i've gotten somewhere around there and i fell off for a bit but now that everyone's getting hyped about the show again i kind of want to go back over and read start picking up the books again and see if i can catch up um i mean i'll easily catch up before george R. R. martin finishes the last book but uh, <laughs> uh i mean i got like at least two more decades to read it if i want to do that so um but no, so it's it's I'm excited for all the people that are excited for Game of Thrones tonight. It's I think that should be fun. I think it should be a good time. So, um, I'm 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 excited to hear in six weeks how you thought it ended overall. If you're satisfied, if you want more, if you're a little sad, or or what your what your feelings are. I'm kind of excited to hear what that is. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for this season. The last season I felt like was the best. Oh, season really? out okay. of them out of them all yeah okay nice <laughs> jesus i feel like your yours and my friendship our relationship going forward is going to be playing checks still shot screenshots from here on out. i gotta buy that movie i might go out and buy that movie i could probably get it on dvd for like a buck or two <laughs> it's just so good it's just so good it's so good. <laughs> Oh, skanky. What a good what a good movie. Oh man. But yeah, so Game of Thrones. That should be good. That should be Yes, exciting. I'm excited. Oh my other... god, this happened to the movie. No way. Bullshit. <laughs> I, I think it did. I no way. Oh my god, I think you're right. At the end. I think you're right. We're we're looking at an image of who is that woman? She's she's pretty cute, actually. <laughs> who is she? <laughs> I'll look it up for you. Thank you. W blank. Blank check actually check. doesn't come up with the right thing. I have to look up movie. Blank check disambiguous. Film, got it. There we go. There was a game show too. Oh no. Is it Karen Duffy? Does that sound uh... right? Yes, Karen Duffy. I have no idea who she is. Film and television career. Oh my god, she was, she was in she Dumb was and VJ. Dumber. She was? Oh, she was. She was a she DJ played the... MTV. Really? The name Duff. Karen she... Duffy. Oh my god, hold what? on. What is she doing nowadays? I know. Her uh her Wikipedia page is not a uh... Oh, it's pretty barren. Oh my god, she was on Dumb and Dumber, wasn't she? She was the one in with the with the briefcase. Yeah, yeah, she was. Right? I think so. She housed she hosted the House of Tiny Terrors on TLC. Um, yeah, she's not doing much. I wonder what she does these days. She was in voice in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, she's partially paralyzed. Malcolm X. Oh. Anyway, but yeah, I I, I think what happened was she starred in Blank Check, and then. They saw the scene of her kissing that 10-year-old kid, and they were like, yeah, this, is, this isn't this is going to work. Or it could be that she's paralyzed. So. Is she? Yeah, I just said that, yeah. In oh. 1995, she was diagnosed with a rare form of disease, sarcoidosis, um, and her brain and spinal cord were affected, leaving her partially paralyzed. So Real? I oh. That, I wonder if that has to do with it. That so. totally, I did not even hear what you said. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, so that thing that might oh. have impacted a little bit of her acting career. Um, yeah, potentially. Yes, she could have gone on to great things, up. but it also might be because she kissed an underage child um, on blank check. Maybe for a movie. For oh, it was acting. Sorry, it was acting. We probably clarify that <laughs> before we just destroy some poor woman's. Um, it was acting in a movie. It was acting, but the image is so cringeworthy. A Disney movie. So, yeah, it's not a good one. I got to copy this and send it to Tiny so she could, uh, uh, she'd be like, what? What are you guys talking about? I've been said it a few times, so she just really gets the point of it. There's this 
yeah, that's weird. That's Just want to let you know that the yeah. budget for Blank Check was $13 million, and they made $30.5 million in the box office. Just want to let you know anything is possible. Wow, see? So we buy it for a million. We can have a fresh restart of it. We need to buy it before we release the show tomorrow, so when all the people that listen to Shenandoah go and watch it, we can reap those royalties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I mean, it's got a pretty star-studded cast. Okay? Yeah, Miguel Ferrer. 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 Yeah, yeah. Robocop. Guy. Yes, yes. Yeah, and he was also uh, Shang Yu in Mulan. Why does, okay. why does Karen Duffy have a picture of her holding a gun? <laughs> I'm sorry, what are you looking at? <laughs> I just sent you the link. There's a picture of her. Just, just weird. You know what? I don't really know why. Where did you get? Is that just a signed picture? I actually took this picture. I have a, yeah. I have a signed picture from Karen Duffy on my nightstand. Yeah. Huh. You know, that's a good question. I, I really don't know. Yeah, me either. So that's very strange. Anyways, but it starts the cast. The, we can keep we can move with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of great people. Yeah. So go watch. Uh, go watch Blank Check and let us know what you what you think about that. That amazing movie from the 90s. So. Yeah. I'm going to set one of these as my background from my computer. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I might. Maybe. I wonder if I can. Photoshop your face onto the one where he's behind the desk. <laughs> I hope they come up with a blank check too. Yeah. <laughs> Is there That'd be pretty great. Blank check. There shouldn't be. Movie. Let's see. No, doesn't look like it. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm getting weird ass. I'm getting weird. Weird. I understand. <laughs> getting weird. Uh, Yes, that's so good. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess he he went. We're just sending pictures back and forth. We should like not yeah, do this, this anymore. Is, this we we, we new, always we always get into this. We this just start sending a new, pictures. A new forth. low. This is a new low for us. Yeah, we should we shouldn't so. just. Anyway, yeah. M. Anyway. Cole, do you want to share one interesting fact? I I learned an interesting fact. Okay. To the other day, and yeah, I'd like. Right. You know, I want to I want to spew out an interesting fact, and then you spew out an interesting fact. Okay. As well. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. So I learned today that if you are streaming on Twitch mm -hmm. and you have more than 10 viewers, mm -hmm. then you are in the top 1% of streamers. No way. Isn't that insane? No way. Yahweh. No way. Oh my God. That is, that's crazy. Where did you hear this? So that was on the, uh, the podcast. Oh my God! What are, what are they called again? It's like Disguised Toast, Pokimane. Uh, they have like that house that they all live in. I have no idea. Anyway, they have like a streaming collective. Okay. And they were talking about, you know, starting out on streaming and how it just gets harder and harder every day for people to notice you. Blah 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 blah. Things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And they were saying that. Um, Alfred, who also does streaming, he does like magic tricks and other things. Mm -hmm. He he did this like statistics calculation and found out that the good majority of streams on Twitch actually don't have any people watching it. But that if you have more than 10 viewers, then you're in the top 1%, which is wow. crazy to me. That is really crazy. That is kind of, that is that is really, really crazy. I wonder, yeah. I wonder how much of it is like one viewer makes a difference right like if you're how what percent is it if you have nine right is it like all of a sudden if you like 10 is like the top one percent but if you have nine you're like in the top like 45 percent yeah i mean like how much Something does it like kind that. of like i wonder where the tiers are on that but... we want to see a graph yeah yeah no, yeah i'd love to see a graph of that i want to see a graph no that's that's, crazy. that's pretty crazy though that yeah, was that, kind of mind-boggling to me that blows my mind that blows my mind especially because yeah. you think like Oh, there's all there's so many of these streamers, yeah, that are but that are like have a thousand viewers and stuff, right? But yeah. when you really crunch the numbers, there are just so many mm -hmm. that yeah, just no, don't have true. anybody. Yeah, yeah, because I think about yeah. like I think about the people that stream in like more obscure games that like they're just doing because that's their passion, and there's what two, three, four people watching them. 
Um, yeah. There's so many of that going on also. So I guess I could see that. And then also, or any big game that you have just, you start to scroll down a few rows and all of a sudden it's like four or five people and that goes on forever. So yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, kinda, the, there's kind of an interesting related to that though. Um, at TwitchCon uh, this past weekend, they announced that the feature coming in June where you'll be able to sort video pages by least viewers to most viewers. So, uh, wow. That, that was that the welcome to 2007. Or, yeah. This is crazy. So, that's it's like uh, sorting, you know, your things from, from when you want to buy something from lowest to highest. Yeah, right. Exactly. Incredible for brand new features. Well, I think it is kind of interesting though, is that if we just talked about how there's so many people with like low number of viewers, well, that's uh, it'll be interesting to go from lowest to highest, but it's still like doesn't bubble up any of those like zero or one viewers because there's so many of them now that you're competing with that mm-hmm. it didn't really make any of a difference for you. So that's be, true. So that'd be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that works, but or if that has any impact uh, in the way people watch it, but it's Welcome. I mean, it seems like they should have done this a long time ago because I feel like it can't have been that hard to implement. But, yeah, yeah, it's but, kind uh, of ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so. let's do a food finish so people don't kill us. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I have one, but I will cede the floor to you, sir, so you can you can say your food finish if you have one. <laughs> so, have you ever had a strope waffle? A what? My dog a strope has, waffle. My dog stroop waffle. Strope waffle. Hold on. Can I get a pronunciation on that from the other room? Strope waffle. Okay. Strope waffle. I, I, I got strope it. waffle. How do you spell that? S T R O. I think one or two O's. S T R two O's and then waffle. Um, stroop waffle. My dog has now had more of them than you have. Oh, these are good. Yeah, see, you have had so he hasn't had more than you have. Dude, they're, these are good. They are so delicious. Yeah, oh my God. yeah, I'm into also, these. Also, I love that it's literally a syrup waffle. It's a wafer. It is. It's got like it's got like small waffly wafers on each side, and in the middle is this like caramel syrupy type thing. They're mm. relatively thin, and they are so 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 taste tasty. They are popular in the Netherlands, which is why I have some in the apartment right now. Um, but you don't have to go all the way to the Netherlands to get one if you don't want to. You just have to fly United because I believe United gives them out on their flights, if I remember correctly. Do you know in 2017, the fourth episode of The Great British Bake Off, the contestants had to make Stroopwafel? But they but most failed. Failed in what was called the worst no way. technical challenge to, in the I show's history. Watch this. Hey, Sarah. Can you please make a note that you need to watch the fourth episode of The Great British Bake Off from 2017 because we've watched that one (laughs) i don't Uh think we have stroop waffle all right well we'll, i'll be watching that that's awesome i'm really excited i'm really excited it's so tasty i want one so bad right now. they're good they're really good i'm so upset with my dog because he literally ate like four of them off the table while we were gone (sighs) anyways but uh but yeah so stroop waffles stroop waffles uh, go, them. go try them. They're out. good. They are really tasty. You can put them over a hot beverage. I like to like. I had it with my morning this morning when I had one. I had a coffee and I put it on top of the coffee and it makes the syrupy in, inside make it a little melty and it's tasty and delicious. So, um, mm. yeah, they're 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 really 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 good. All right, w- guys, w- that's, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, chores, commute, whatever you do. We are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and our website at shenantics.rocks. If you have any comments or questions, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash shenanticspod or email shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the discussion, we have a Discord server. Head over to discord.shenantics.rocks. That invite link will send you right on over so you talk to all the other Shenantics fanatics every week about all the good good tasty stuff that we just discussed like stroop waffles and how great of a movie blake check is <laughs> if you if you like if you're one of the five people that have watched Blake check you should leave us a five-star review on the itunes store so other people can find this podcast and find this great wonderful beautiful content that we put out there just for you skanky where can they find you on the internet they can find me on twitch at twitch.tv twitch.tv 
TV slash Skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at Karen Duffin, K-E-R-E-N-D-U-F-F-Y. I'm cool. Where can they find you? <laughs> Duffin has a Y in it. Uh, they can find me on the internet at... Duffy. <laughs> Duffy. Duffy. Karen Duffy. Sorry, I said my old name wrong. Does she even have a Twitter? I don't know. We should find out. Uh, while Skanky looks it up, you can find me on the internet at mcol underscore M-C-U-L with the underscore symbol, same username on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Skakey, do we have a confirmation on that Twitter? It's account? at DuffNYC. Ooh, Twitter.com slash D-U-F-F-N-Y-C. There you go. Go. But they haven't tweeted. That's been another episode of Shenantics. Oh, Duffy NYC. D-U-F-F-Y. <laughs> like, D-U-F-F-Y NYC. You had, you had one job. Sorry. Oh, there she is. Go to She's Duffy She's a best-selling NYC. author. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>